Welcome back to the podcast, JD Staying of the Six, episode 12 on my day 15th and 16th into nicotine withdrawal. So more than half a month now that I've been off the cigarettes and it feels good but yeah I, I, I it feels really good to have achieved this but uh the longer i think the longer that it takes the the more intense the cravings are when it when it comes or when you feel it but uh yeah so far still managing uh i think if you want to have like a long term goal you have to set it in you know increments like uh now that i'm realizing it uh maybe i maybe i should have aimed lower like 15 days without the cigarettes and then now i'm pushing forward to 30 and then after that maybe 60 days then after that maybe half a year and then a year you know just set set your goals by increments it makes it easier it uh you you feel you you will feel that you you achieved something when you do that you will you will feel that you have achieved something more and that's probably just a, a mental thing but it actually helps just knowing that you're achieving something uh on a daily basis basically and then uh you know just do that until you no longer have to keep track of your progress because now i i, I actually uh Yeah, I I struggled yesterday because of I don't know I did I I did something bad and yeah I I I because I actually uh because what I, what I did before is I keep the empty packs of cigarettes that I bought so once I exhausted the the sticks inside it I just keep the box on one place you know and i have like at least 20 of them and i don't know it it i felt like it's it's a collection or something i really don't know why i did it why i kept the boxes i should have just thrown it like i did before so yeah yesterday i checked each one of those boxes if there is at least one stick and i don't know what got into me it kind of felt like a uh, snap decision to try and find a single stick just to smoke one and to be honest i completely forgot about what i was doing i uh i intentionally forget it you know just for me to be doing it without any kind of re- repercussions but i know that once i do it after i do it it's only going to you know just make me want to do it again and this podcast would be for nothing and yeah you know things like that it's uh during the moment it's kind of scary because you i ha- i wasn't conscious enough to make an effort to stray away from it or forget about what i was doing and it was scary not scary like life threatening or 
scary as in you you've seen a ghost but it's scary that you have no control for a moment it's li it's literally for just like i don't know like two minutes i was searching for the boxes and for the for those two minutes i i felt like i i wasn't the man that i am doing now or the man that i'm trying to be now it felt like i was a hungry maniac who's you know just desperate to find a stick of cigarettes to smoke and yeah i really don't know what got into me uh it's more than just a craving thing it's a uh i think i guess it's a mental thing because i never hesitated to search for it it just all of a sudden i just you know just want i just wanted to smoke but but after that yeah i uh i snapped out of it i guess and became conscious of what i was doing and i you know i i stopped myself and probably it's because of the sudden huge wave of of anxiety that drove me to you know just go back to my old habits and try to relieve what i was feeling so uh i, I just started to play basketball in the middle of the afternoon where it's where it was hot just to distract myself and get myself together and it worked but i'm afraid that it won't be the last time that it would happen and i just want to be prepared for it mentally i i, I want to have the pro the proper headspace to face those kind of things where i feel like my last resort is just to smoke a cigarette and you know it's going to just trigger that thing in me and i'm afraid that it's only going to get worse once i do it again so i'm trying to stay away from it i'm trying to, with my i'm trying to make a conscious effort at least and i hope that you know i have the capability or strength to go through that again and yeah i guess that's pretty much what i was up to yesterday yeah because yesterday wasn't really a, a great day for me it was mediocre probably because i started to think about things that i already thought about before things that i already know that i have a plan to if it if it happens but you know it comes back it really comes back especially to me i'm i'm a uh, gifted overthinker <laughs> i overthink almost everything that happens and it may be a good thing but i've proven from for years that i'm wrong that i'm overthinking a thing that isn't really worth that much of a thinking that really 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 isn't worth the effort or the trouble or the stress that comes with the overthinking because most of the things that i overthink about things that i think would happen don't really happen never happens actually <clears throat> and uh yeah it, but it's just it's me you know i tried 
I tried staying away from that kind of self, but I I learned that it's a part of me. So what I did was I learned to live with it, and I guess I'm still learning. But yeah, I think I'm ma- making an improvement, um, you know, slowly, and that's actually the best thing that you could do. Just try to live with something that you can't change. So yeah, I've been out for two days, or for one day, because I'm recording this on the second day that I'm out. And I I don't know if you can tell by my tone, but I'm not as happy that I'm doing this episode, probably because of the thing that I did yesterday. And it really bummed me out that I was, I didn't have any kind of control during that moment and I'm still trying to figure out how I could avoid that uh, when I'm in another place or somewhere that I'm not accustomed to somewhere that I need to make another routine against so yeah I uh, it was a moment of pure weakness I guess it's like some it's like the old me from, I guess, six months ago just came back and took over my decision-making. And I hated it. Honestly, I hated that I did that. I think I'm going to throw away the boxes of cigarettes that I kept because it's basically useless. It doesn't serve any purpose. It's a distraction. It's just something that allows me to trigger myself. Just by looking at it. So I'm going to throw the boxes away. And hopefully something happens after that. Something good happens. And to, yeah, uh, I, I skipped another day. And I and I think I'll, I'm, I'm going to continue doing that. Because not every day is as eventful as I hope it would be. Because I'm just at home and never really do a lot of things other than my usual routine of trying to get better, trying to stay fit. And so, yeah, I don't really do much. But I, what, I, what I'm what I actually doing is I'm trying to find new things to be productive. So now, <laughs> trying to learn European Spanish because of my fascination of the Spanish films that I recently watched. So I watched another Spanish film. It's from the same director as The Invisible Guest. It's uh, it's a Netflix film, so you could watch it if you have Netflix. It's titled Mirage. So it's directed by Oriol Paulo, also written by him. And yeah, it's uh, it's 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 another mystery, the uh, murder mystery detective film. If you want to look at it that way, but I. I, I I always see those kind of films as a mystery and detective films where the main protagonist just act detect act like the detective and you know gather some clues, uh, find out what's happening and it's it's one of those films that executed it really well, like the Invisible Guest and. Yeah, now I'm a fan of Oriol Paulo. I'm trying to watch the films that he made. And the language barrier doesn't really concern me anymore because there's always subtitles. And I I I I prefer hearing the actresses and the actors uh real voice, real language that they're speaking 
because it's I I I hope that I could learn that language just because and yeah I feel like I'm missing out on Spanish films so I started to watch um films that are made by Spanish filmmakers and they are really good looking people I'm going to say that uh Spanish people uh they are really good looking uh th- so there's Mario Casas then there's the one that I'm currently uh, uh in love with basically Blanca Suarez and she is uh she is a beauty she is something that you know you would want to marry <laughs> just because she is so beautiful But yeah, Spanish films, Spanish filmmakers, they are doing a good job. And I hope that I could watch more films on the same genre because I think they do it really well. They are they stray away from the usual Hollywood cliché and they're making it their own. And that's a really good thing. That's a really good sign that films are just progressing because hollywood films they are just i don't know they are they are constantly getting worse they are the the film the filmmaking the storytelling aspect of it they just you know they just aim for the money now hollywood films I'm talking about and you you, you kind of hate it you you kind of hate to say that because I think Marvel paved that way. Marvel just said that, look, we're going to make this Marvel films and we're going to get a lot of money from it. Doesn't really matter about the story, but we just we're just going to aim it to be you know, as cartoonish as possible for kids to enjoy and adults to enjoy also and currently that's the state of Hollywood. We are just seeing superhero films left and right and you i, I kind of miss the th- the movies that you know that made hollywood great like uh scorsese films tarantino films and even those directors no matter how big their name is they aren't being given the opportunity as they were given before and that's a that's probably marvel's not not fault but it's marvel's doing because those directors doesn't really comply to those kind of films they uh, Martin Scorsese actually said that Marvel films are uh are like amusement parks or something and it's true it's true and it, he's not really saying that it's bad but it's more of a entertainment thing other than a uh, a cinematic experience because Marvel films are Yeah, there are uh, there are amusement parks. You go you you go and watch their film just to feel good, just to have fun. You don't really go in there and expecting some well-written stories or spectacular acting. And yeah, that's probably true and I agree with that, but I don't I'm not really saying that Marvel films are bad. They are actually really good. I enjoy it, but it's not something that I would remember or to me it doesn't have any substance whatsoever but i still enjoy it so yeah if you're if if you want something new something out of 
the usual Hollywood thing you should watch. I'd recommend you watch some of Spanish mystery thriller films. They are really good. I watched The Bar last night. And it yeah, it, it, it was starring Mario Casas and Blanca Suarez. And it was really good. It was it was it wasn't great, but it was really good. Unlike because I I I think Spanish films set a standard for me with the invisible guess. So <laughs> guess that's what that's my expectations from now. But recently I I watched at least three now and they are good. They are really good. They are better than what is Hollywood drawing us nowadays. And I recommend you watch it. And watch it with the subtitles on and learn and learn to I guess hear a foreign language because you'd feel the emotions from the actors from there. So with my fascination with Spanish films, I I I am now learning Spanish the European Spanish language. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just because of my fascination actually because I I'm not really doing it because I'm required to do it or I'm I'm asked to learn it. I don't really see any kind of advantage or purpose other than me understanding what the actors are saying in their native language or the language that they're speaking on the films but yeah Spanish and Filipino actually aren't um, that far away with each other a lot of Spanish words are actually Filipino words also and that's because we were colonized by Spain for I think hundreds of years I don't know not sure about my history, about the history of my country. But yeah, a lot of Spanish words are also Filipino words and that's it has direct translation basically. Words like uh, cuaderno, uh, banco, uh, suelo, you know, words like that are actually Filipino words also. And it makes it easier because I don't have to memorize a lot of stuff, a lot of translations, direct translations of nouns. And it's good. It's good that, you know, at least we have that kind of connection, Spanish and Filipino language. It makes it easier for me and makes me makes it more fun knowing that there are a lot of words actually that are Filipino words also. So that amazes me. But I don't really overdo the learning, you know, because I'm afraid that I'll get bored or tired sooner than I should have, even before I learn something. So what I do is I do it an hour a day, one at least one hour a day. And, you know, it's just for me to be able to do it consistently without me getting bored or getting tired of it. Because I don't even need it, you know. <laughs> just a thing that I wanted to do. I don't even see myself visiting Spain or European countries that speak Spanish. But it's a good thing, yeah. It's a good thing. If I ever do visit Spain, at least I'm, I would be able to communicate with the locals in their na- in their own language, which makes the trip better. You know, you being. Uh, that, what what was that word? Uh, immerse yourself into the experience of you know Spanish countries. But but one thing that I actually learned is that learning a new language is pretty exciting. It kind of 
kind of, I guess, separates you from the normal people who, uh, I guess, by 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 average, knows just at least two language, their their native language and their and English basically. And yeah, I guess I want to be, I want to be different from the from the others. I want to be able to speak uh, languages. So. It, because in my line of work i we have we have guests which came from different nationalities and you would want to communicate with them you would want to give them uh the the best experience that you could ever give them and one thing is that one thing you could do is that you could speak to them in their native language in that way you can you can impress them you can make them feel that they're not really a stranger going into your establishment and yeah i guess that's one good thing that's one advantage of me learning it and i'm not really planning to learn the the spanish language like fluently because i know that i won't ever be able to do that if i'm not going to get a uh, instructor or something a tutor so yeah i just want to be able to piece words together doesn't really have to be a perfect grammar in Spanish, but I just want to be able to communicate properly with words, with translation of words. I want to be able to, in case, be a good translator at, at least. <laughs> and if it's really in my line of work, I should be able, I should be learning Arabic. <laughs> but I'm not really interested in learning Arabic because most of most of Arab people are very good English speakers. Uh, honestly, it's uh, it's surprising because I didn't know that back then before I went there. And knowing what I know now, uh, I should have not be putting stereotypes on people just because um, I was fed that you know information that people aren't who they are people are who they are i hate that uh i hate that i was you know stereotypical when i was when i was younger but i guess one thing that i did is i broke that i uh i stray off from that because i don't want to be that person who i don't know you know sees people for what they are portrayed to or how they are portrayed and yeah now i'm keeping an open mind no matter uh no matter how no matter how information is given to me by a certain person or a certain race a certain ethnicity i don't i don't want to conclude that just because i was given that i want to be able to i want to be able to meet people and learn how they are and just know let them introduce themselves to me and i want basically i want to i want to see people or i want to meet people as they are as they are as a person not because of where they are where they came from you know that's basically how everyone should treat each other because we are uh, we are all we are all unique we have different 
taste we have different preferences so we should all see each other as an individual and not by a group not a, not like a part of the group and you know that's how we should be progressive going on or moving on from here and you know with all the recent hate crimes uh that i'm hearing on the news you know we should be able to see each other as an individual and not judge them by where they came from their ethnicity their race that's just completely wrong and i hope that everyone should be as progressive as as we can be so that's pretty much it for the podcast maybe i'll see you guys i'll i'll talk to you guys yet the next day after tomorrow and hopefully i i don't get you know the same thing that i got yesterday i don't i really hope that i don't feel i don't get to that point again and yeah so I'll see you guys the other day the next day after the other day or the next day after tomorrow i'm confused